accepting that you live with uncertainty If you're lonely, press play Die, lady, die The aspects that you pass on while traveling When you're lonely, press play Cause you're not resolved in your heart You're waiting for me to improve right here when I'm lonely I press play I'm an illusion. 
Don't look ready, but I am. That song was so pleasant. It sounded like uh, butterflies. It's the first sky. time we could actually, I can hear myself. I know, it's really loud in the studio. Uh, Ryan, uh, fix that. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Ryan. Hint, hint. Do you want us to fix that? It's too loud. It's feedback. Ah, feedback. The feedback <laughs> is real. Yeah, it's round. I, I'm going to get it. I'll be back. Aisha, you hold the you hold the deck. <laughs> All right, <laughs> figure it out. So, as you all know, Donald Trump is a self-made shitholer, and uh, Sean Penn has an opinion about it. <laughs> Sean Penn uh, calls Donald Trump an enemy of mankind. Uh, the actor's comments come after the U.S. president called Haiti and Africa shithole, quote-unquote shithole countries. Um, Sean Penn has called Donald Trump an enemy of mankind in a new op-ed piece. The quote-unquote U.S. president described Haiti and Africa as quote-unquote shithole countries while discussing immigration last week. Penn has been heavily involved in humanitarian work in Haiti, and his piece came on the 8th anniversary of the devastating 2010 earthquake. On this day, we would be recognizing their grace, courage, loss, hardship, and heroism. The actor wrote in Time, we should be mourning those lost to a curable poverty, to avoidable cholera, to uh, Hurricane Matthew. We should be remembering the America that rose to its defining grace in support of this great and troubled island nation, which has supported and loved us. Instead, we have been forced to focus on a man whose sense of our country is an inherited gift for sales gab. Uh, He continued, Penn added that Trump encourages the enslavement of America by a core minority of our electorate. He massages into them the notion that American principle lies not in the belief and sacrifice of their own ancestors or our country's forefathers, but rather in their own path, rage, and fear. He carried on to say Trump's words were more than mere insensitivity or even nationalism, adding that those standards are not disgraceful enough. We can be unified not only with each other, but with Africa, El Salvador, Haiti, Haiti, Mexico, the Middle East, and beyond if we recognize uh, President Donald Trump as an enemy of Americans, Republicans, Democrats, Independents, and every newborn child. (laughs) (laughs) an enemy of mankind. He is indeed an enemy of the state. Uh, Last year, Penn reflected on working with Trump's former chief strategist, Steve Bannon, on The Indian Runner. Bannon served as an executive producer on the movie. I didn't know that. 
Uh, Penn said, Bannon was then as he is now simply another bitter Hollywood wannabe who went rogue by way of toxic, narcissistic iconoclasm. But deep in his heart, he's just a conniving, hateful, bloated punk (laughs) who despises mankind. And then there are also the bad things about him. Well, can you say the same thing about Sean Penn? A little bit, (laughs) I think. (laughs) Can you just look in the mirror? Oh, Sean Penn should play... Steve Bannon, sorry. Or Donald Trump. Or both. Sorry. Play every every bad character in a movie. And the, the drugs are really getting an to Oscar. me, guys. They're really getting to me. I'm like there we go. imagining I... things that I never thought I could imagine. Do I sound good, Ryan, out there? Do I sound a little staticky? What? Staticky? What? Do I sound what? staticky? What? Okay, fuck you. Uh... <laughs> I have a Moby. I have my God. I'm annoying myself Moby. in my own ear ear earphones. Um, <clears throat> huh? Moby. <laughs> okay, Moby says CIA agents ask him to spread the word about Trump and Russia. What? Um, I'm already very interested in this. Um, they said like. Look, you have more of a social media following than any of us do. Can you please post some of these things just in the way that sort of put it out there? Uh-huh. End quote. <laughs> Last February, following the presidential inauguration of Donald Trump. Last February, sorry, it's said Friday. Uh, Moby posted on social media claiming to have insider information on connections between the Trump administration and Russia. The producer DJ said that after talking to friends in D.C., he had allegedly learned that Fusion GPS dossier was 100% real and that the Russian government was blackmailing the president. Now, in a new interview with WFPK in Louisville, Kentucky, Moby has doubled down on his claims as consequence of some points out. Talking with WFPK's Kyle Meredith, Moby cited... Um, quote unquote active and former CIA agents who were truly concerned about Trump's collusion with Russia they were like this is the maturing candidate like Putin has a Russian agent as the president of the United States he said so they passed on some information to me and they said like look you have more social media following than any of us do can you please put port, post some of these things just in a way that sort of puts it out there he added, it is really disturbing and it's going to get uh, quite a lot darker, like the deaths of Trump's family in business and their involvement with organized crime sponsored by terrorism, mm. Russian oligarchs, and it's really dark. I guess we should all like fasten our seatbelts and hold on. You can find the full interview below. The Trump discussion begins at the eight-minute mark. Pitchfork has reached out to movies representatives for further comment. This is at a pitchfork.com. I love Moby. He also has a restaurant, too. I think it's a vegan restaurant. Well, let's see. You know, you can judge a vegan restaurant on how well they their dishes taste because they don't have much to work with. Okay. So. I'll have to go check <laughs> so it out. have to go check it out, yeah. Next time I'm home. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I used to like um, Gracias Madre till they started acting like a fucking madre. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> oh, man. If you speak Spanish, that was actually pretty hilarious. I mean, it's been long enough where I could just try and go in there with a fresh a fresh palate. Yeah. yeah a, fresh, 
fresh mind. I don't know. Yeah. Um, Give it another chance after five years. Seriously. Um, let's see. Uh, Noel Gallagher, since I guess he's trying to make up with his brother, Liam. <laughs> now he's uh, Richard Ashcroft, the lead singer of a band, a British band called The Verb, has beef with Noel Gallagher. Um, Ashcroft fires back at Gallagher over recent songwriting comments. Uh, Richard, Richard Ashcroft has responded to Noel Gallagher's recent claim that he has an army of songwriters writing his music. Speaking on the Soda Jerker podcast, that's a cool name, mm-hmm. recently Noel said, I'm offended by singer-songwriters when, who, when you scratch the surface, don't do any fucking songwriting. As far as I'm aware, if you scratch the surface of any solo artist in Britain, and they've all got a team of songwriters behind them, apart from me, Paul Weller and Johnny Marr, I'm struggling to think of anybody else. Noel then, this microphone smells so bad. Uh, Noel, <laughs> um, Noel then names several artists he believes to benefit from songwriting teams, listing Richard Ashcraft, our kid, Lim Gallagher, all the way to fucking Ed Sheeran and the little fella from One Direction. I don't know that guy's name. They've all, they've all got an army of songwriters behind them. Um, responding to Noel's comments on Twitter, former Verve frontman Ashcroft fired back, I don't write my own songs. You want to qualify that. Um, Noel's brother, Liam, previously reacted to the comments on Twitter saying that Ashcroft pisses all over Noel. (laughs) (laughs) It's true. Um, He does make fun, a lot of fun of his brother. Liam recently claimed that brother Noel is desperate to reform Oasis, but that his wife is stopping the warring siblings from joining forces once more. He's desperate to get Oasis back, but he knows he's crossed that bridge, Liam said, and he's not allowed to. His missus won't let him now, because she's another one. I know for a fact, deep down, he wants to be playing stadiums. You can only play stadiums when I'm there. Shit. (laughs) I don't think our kids got it in him anymore anyway. It seems to me like he's playing to the snobs in the world and the toughs. I mean, he did have that uh, potato peeler player, whatever. Scissor player. Scissor player. Well, maybe I'll go check it out. He's going to be here. He's going to be playing at the Fox Theater in March. Liam or Noel? Uh, Noel Gallagher. But this microphone really stinks. (laughs) Put a cover on it. Put a cover in my mouth uh, <laughs> so I don't breathe it in. Um, I have a Rick Springfield uh, uh, in the news. Wish that I had Jesse's girl. Yeah. Oh, that's who it is. Okay. Yeah. I was like, what song does he sing? I know he has like a one-hit wonder. And he used to date Linda Blair when she was like a teenager. Who's Linda Blair? She played um, Reagan in uh, fuck that one movie where she's a uh, she's possessed. Oh, right. Um, Back in the day? Uh, not Poltergeist. No. Exorcist. Yeah, Exorcist. Sorry. I know. I was like, what movie? Um, we're... Apparently she has lifelong damage from doing that movie. When she was doing the scenes where she's like violently. Because oh, her spine, right? Yeah. The guy like completely fucked her up. I don't know. I saw like a documentary on it. It was crazy. Jesus. Yeah. Well, uh, Rick Springfield admits to struggling with suicidal thoughts following deaths of Chris Cornell and Chester Bennington. Oh, no. Quoting, last year, I was so close to it. Really close to it. 
It's all his drugs. Musician and actor Rick Springfield got candid during a new interview with Sirius uh, XM's feedback radio show, admitting that he suffered from his own suicidal thoughts in the wake of Chester Bennington and Chris Cornell talking, taking over their own lives last year. Uh, last year, I was so close to it, really close to it, Springfield told host Lori Majewski about the possibility of ending his own life. He continued, when Robin Williams and Chester and Chris Cornell and all those guys, I didn't go, oh, that's terrible. I went, I get it. I get oh, being that lost in dark. <laughs> Springfield went on to discuss his long battle with depression, which he touches on in his 2001, sorry, 2011 autobiography, Late and Late at Night. He also discussed an attempt to hang himself as a teenager. I tried. I didn't know how I survived it, but I survived the hanging, he said, one of wow. the incident. And it's a struggle that's haunted him his whole life, he reveals. When I was kid when I was when I had kids, I was like, Okay, that takes suicide off the table and that's not an option anymore. I don't care how bad I feel he said. But now my kids are grown. It's really weird. It would devastate them. I don't know how I could ever come to terms with that. But it rides on my shoulder every day. Springfield has a new album, The Snake King, out in Je- on January 26th. If you're struggling with similar thoughts, you can call the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline at 1-800-273-8255 or enter the live chat on the link below. This is at a consequence of sound. God, that's really sad to hear. And you think, um, I think he plays more of like the retro circuit because he had that hit in the 80s. Yeah. Why am I thinking that he was re- related to Ricky Nelson? I don't know if I'm correct in that. I don't think so. I don't think so either. But anyway, because their names are similar. He had a he had um a one hit wonder back in the 80s, and then I remember he dated Linda Blair back in the day too. But you think oh because they're you know because they're a musician or because they're famous or whatever that they're you know, that stuff is off the table, but it sounds like, wow, that's something that he's had to battle um, his whole life. Yeah, and I guess he's also an actor. He's been on oh, right. um, Get Ready for Ricky and Californication. Um, oh, okay, so he's been doing that. Yeah, um, hard, of, hard to hold. Huh, yes, he's been had a few in the 80s as well. Um. Yeah, that's interesting. I mean, I haven't heard from him in a while. Yeah. Um, but he is on tour starting um, today, actually. He's in um, New York. And then um, Woo-hoo. all throughout February, he'll be in, around the U.S. So you catch him any, you know, near you if you're in the immediate U.S. area. <laughs> Well, <laughs> sorry, I, I, I read a really sad story, but you know, I, I thought it was, it's, it was important to read, especially because you know that was an issue last year, where every every few months, yeah. uh, one of our childhood or just like '90s like superstar like rock voices mm-hmm. was basically struggling through this and, and and lost the battle. So, I just thought it was an important story to read. Oh, interesting fact. I didn't know he was Australian. I had no idea he was. Me neither. That's kind of... And he went to see uh, the Beatles in Melbourne when they did a, a tour over there. That's how old he is? 
Really? He looks really young, but I mean, interesting. Yes, Jesse's girl came out when in the eighties. Yeah, the early eighties. So I didn't know that. Now I'm like learning a little bit. <laughs> um. Oh, yeah. So from late 1974 to early 1976, Springfield was in a romantic relationship with actress Linda Blair, beginning when she was 15 and he was 25. Jesus Christ. <laughs> that's, how, that's how they did it back in the 80s, I guess. No wonder you know? I remembered that. <laughs> but anyways, good luck to him. And he's, you know, he has a family now and he's yeah. on the road. So hopefully, um, you know, things are... Things are improving, and you know, there's, there's, um, you know, people are more aware of it now. I guess maybe that's the difference. Yeah. And people are willing to talk about it. So, as long as you're, you know, getting the therapy that you need, taking, you know, the medication that you need, hopefully that that helps them. I mean, it's not. I'm sure it's not curable, yeah. but like you said, it'll be, be it always be riding on his shoulders. Yeah. Oh that's yeah. Like a perfect term for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just like um, I think any addiction or anything that you have to you know conquer in your day-to-day life i mean we all have our our demons that we have to uh play with so to speak yeah sure well anyways that's all the stories i had did you have anything no that was the last the last sad one (laughs) 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 to start off the year (laughs) anything else depressing that we can talk about (laughs) there's a lot of things but let's uh, save it for another show (laughs) for another time well stay tuned for more mutiny radio
background so far. So tell us um, what you've been working on uh, the past few months. Uh, how long have you been here in San Francisco? Uh, I got to San Francisco at top of October. Um, pretty much, yeah, the last couple of days of September. Came through from like Long Beach, LA area. Nice. And so I spent like a month there. Did you like it down there? It was cool. It was definitely different, different vibe. Different. It's definitely warmer. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, pretty warm, almost uh, consistently. But I'm starting to get used to the weather, like where I can tell if it's going to be like what to wear if it's 55 or mm -hmm. 53 outside. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's yeah, subtle, big but difference, right? yeah. <laughs> no more shorts. No <laughs> Not more at all. <laughs> Sending all that back to Chicago. Yeah. Um, for their like week collective week of summertime right yeah i when know i was in chicago for riot fest back in september Dope. and everyone was like okay we gotta get enjoy it while it lasts because yeah. winter is coming yeah <laughs> right now it's really funny because they like just had a day where it was like 53 and before that they were looking forward to 30 and before that right for new year it was like zero like oh, 12 so <laughs> there it's like really fluctuates we're like i don't know i really need to bring my whole coat and also i can look cute underneath and kind of yeah. both <laughs> yeah you got options for in the day <laughs> and um, what brought you to the bay area uh, it was pretty much chance. Uh, my producer was out here working. He was like based out here with mm -hmm. this company and, um, yeah. So I was just kind of like piggybacking on him staying at his hotel room and I just thought it was like pretty groovy. So I was like, yeah, I just kind of stayed. Uh, I have like a nanny background. I worked with a lot of children and like early like music teaching things. Mm -hmm. Um, so I thought I'd like try my luck, especially being like such a like flourishing city for like nannies for executives for facebook for google yeah. <laughs> i was like yeah. i know music i could teach you know different languages like i could be a nanny for your kid and at least get by same as i was getting by in chicago yeah. um but just like another audience to share my music art um and just kind of build not like all over again but kind of like spread tell us a little bit more about your music um if somebody's never heard it before how would you describe it I'd say definitely coming from the a wave of powerhouse vocalists like, you know, Amy Winehouse, your Adele, your Erica Badu with like <laughs> very obscure standalone colors. Um, but as far as the production and the work that I do, it could be very jazz, it could be very hip hop. It's definitely true to like my influence which is like nineties melodies. Uh, and and then it's that on top of like hip hop beats or that sound over you know a couple of instrumentalists playing like fly me to the moon um, <laughs> so like it it really depends on like the ensemble that I'm with if I'm like with like just my cell phone or if I'm like with a guitar player either way you still have like a very true 90s kind of like sound that can be really classical and just like not at the same time do you feel like the 90s are coming back? I feel like they are. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Wedges, like for your shoes, like your sandal wedges. You Jellies. Know, like, oh, that style. Yeah, that's been like, it's been coming, like, it's been pushing the envelope, like, you know. High-waisted jeans yeah. are, like, everywhere, which I love, but, you know. Definitely yeah. for the last five years, it's, it's like just been that and a couple of other styles, like this yeah. chokers, you know. I almost yeah. wore that today. I was just yeah. like, mm -hmm. let me not. Yeah. <laughs> almost. And where do you see yourself going in the next couple of years? Uh, in the next couple of years, definitely 
this repertoire with the group that I'm working with. It's going to just get around the Bay Area for sure. Hoping to book a lot more. Um, hoping to hit Japan up. Oh, wow. I'd love to just like, Travel. you know, yeah, get up in their karaoke scene and just be like, just nail some Whitney Houston or something. And they just be like, oh my God, who are you? You know? And I'll get really excited. Yeah, I'll be, be prepped. To Japan. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, and then that's when it counts because then they're like, just moves this way, you know? Yeah. If I if I do that in Italy and like, I feel surprise like bands, with something. bands yeah. used to do that, right? Like back in the day. We'll hit it big in Man. Japan. Japan, um, Europe. Yeah. Like Blondie, for instance, just, you know, pulling it out of thin air. Yeah. They were really big in the UK and Europe before they broke the States. Yeah. Or Jimi Hendrix. Yeah. Because it's so tough. Like, I mean, in Chicago in itself, like the Bay in itself, like all of California is just like a different and like whole different scene the whole time <laughs> but just a lot yeah. yeah so much but i mean i don't know just i guess i don't know i had mentioned when we were off air like i don't mean to like spread myself thin in any way but i definitely want to like have these audiences grow and with like being able to like have social media and like word of mouth and stuff it's like if one person really likes me in norway or if one person really likes me in brazil then mm-hmm. that'll kind of just like grow out yeah and it's like oh i like this one version of this one song that they did and i so i try and like offer different sounds to different audience you know and just um it might take me longer um or you know just the right ear the right place at the right time who knows (laughs) and where do you think most of your listeners are based um using social media uh, definitely Chicago. Oh, okay. Um, doing, you know, cool things like this where it's like a podcast here, you know, a local show there. Um, a lot of like DIY kind of home-based places where you're like, oh, this is a house. And then they have like six shows or like, you know, six different musical artists, six uh, visual artists, different rooms that are each a gallery. Oh, shit. So Sounds like, cool. right? But yeah. I feel like they have those kind of, maybe like in Oakland. Yeah. I haven't really seen too much here. Things are more like bar lounge kind of places but yeah but like so diy like i have a lot of friends that are like improv comedians and um so everyone's kind of supporting each other out there everyone supported my move out here pretty quickly i found you know some friends out here so my my goal is to like get my audience out here now like got some shows lined up um so yeah you'll you'll you might think I'm weird offhand, but I'm like, I don't have any friends. So I'll just be like, hey, what's up? What are you doing? Like, here's my card. This is my picture. You should follow me. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm that person in San Francisco. Yeah. yeah that's like, how you do it. You yeah. Like, put yourself I'm not sitting on with my ukulele, but I mean, like, I'm here, like, meeting you at the coffee shop because that donut looked really good. Yeah. And, like, you look really good. And I think you would like my music. And so, girl. Yeah. You're yeah. a chameleon. Yeah. Pretty Just trying to get in here. get in where I fit in right who would you say are your biggest uh, musical influences oh man Selena for sure Uh, that's like number one I guess that always moves around depending on a good day or bad day right but uh, she could be number two Um, uh, otherwise uh, like Amy Winehouse Ella Fitzgerald definitely like I can just it's hard you know when I want to be productive in work I'll like put cartoons on so to be like, ah, oh, these artists are phenomenal. Definitely Ella, Amy, Selena, um, Erica Badu, who I'm going to see for Valentine's Day. I was like, I'm going to oh, treat nice. myself. Like, <laughs> date for me. Yeah. Um, but Erica, um, yeah, just I, I really love, especially female. I was going to say, I was yeah, like, oh, ladies. Yeah, no, especially female yes. vocalists. But I mean, like, I love musicians or you know voice musicians that uh 
really compose and can get like really intricate and always kind of come back to home with their music really Mm -hmm. sound different and uh they're just not like the same overproduced like you know pop sound like i know ariana grande is a great singer but she sounds like every you know like megan trainer on a good day and she could sound like mariah carey on a bad day and (laughs) so yeah just trying to like be different but still be in that like family of of notable vocalists in the in the scene uh, who do you like? Who do you like right now at the moment, or who are you listening to? Mm. Mm. Weird instrumental things, I guess, and that, and it's not as weird as it can get. Where like I guess Thundercat's opening for Erica, so I'm like listening mm-hmm. to Thundercat, um, or Glass Animals, or it's just kind of like a lot of Daft Punk because I've been trying to like work out, so I kind of feel like. I can't stop if I feel like a robot, you yeah. know? <laughs> like, okay. It's got to be Daft Punk. Got to yeah. go. Um, SZA, that album was fantastic. I think everyone's loving that right now. Or I listen to a lot of the same things. Like Solange, her albums are timeless for me. Yeah, um, yeah. Seat at the Table, even before, True. Um, so yeah, that's kind of in my shuffle is those things. Otherwise, I'll listen to a lot of like Latin stuff that I'm trying to practice with the trio. So like Vicente or like like... Just really old, like, 1930s Mexican oh, wow. flamenco, like, guitar stuff. It's nice. it's new for me, but it's, like, you know, childhood music that it's, like, I should know. And it's, like, just kind of just dreamy. And it's fun to, like, go back and learn it. When you perform, what's, like, your, your go-to look? Or do you Ooh. change it up? Ooh, that's so tough, right? Because, like, because <laughs> I'm releasing new music. So, like, now I'm thinking about, like, album art. So I'm, like... Am I going to have a face picture again? Am I going to do like mixed medium where it's like art. a collage kind of thing yeah. or like with my face or like maybe an octopus arm or maybe, you know, like, yeah. a, you know, I don't know. Um, but first my look, like I used to sing for a ska band. So I used to wear, I used to wear like leopard print and red all the time and my hair used to be dyed red and that was my thing. Very no doubt. Right. Yeah. yeah checkered. Yeah. Right. Because yeah. we were ska. So I was yeah. like, all right, cool. It's got to be loud. Yeah. So. Still, like, as Lauda, I try and avoid the red and the checker print because that brings up a whole past. Um, <laughs> I stick to, yeah. The old you. Yeah, yeah. The, old, the, old, the old but still Lauda me. But it's like, yeah, no, I've got my hair. I guess it's, that's pretty signature for me. Everyone's like, oh, are you going to change your hair color? I'm like, nah. They're like, you should do this. It's like, well, I know pink wasn't, like, it wasn't always pink. But it's yeah. like right now I've got this, like, blue kind of look. Um, and I don't know, sometimes I like, just kind of like just dress in black. It's easy to just dress in black, man, really to be is. honest. Like, Johnny Cash was into to, something, yeah. Right, yeah. like I could dress up in black and like go to a cocktail party. Like I've got all black fancy dresses. And then like right now I've got like a cute black crop top and I'm ready to go to the makeout room. And I'm just like, you know, like, I don't know. So style, um, definitely minimal. Um, but I'm very open to like anyone, whoever has like a concept to like morph this Lauda image to like whatever their vision is. Very cool. Do you have any shows coming up? Oh, yeah. Hello. All right. Sorry. Get <laughs> no, you're fine. You're I have area. so much to say. Spin it out, man. Um, yeah, so for January, I have uh, two shows in Chicago. Oh, okay. um, And they're pretty back-to-back. The show on Thursday the 25th is an event. It's like um, it's a charity awareness event. 
Oh, obviously, it's a, sorry. Uh, it's a charity awareness. Um, it's uh, hosted by Art of Freedom, and they focus on bringing awareness to the city of Chicago for women that have endured or, like, you know, people that have gone through, like, human trafficking. Uh, I'm a wow. terrible spokesperson, but... Um, yeah, there's going to be like, there's going to be photographers and they're going to like make up a lot of these ladies and do their hair and like just kind of talk to each other and I'll be doing some music there. I've got two different half hour sets. Um, so I'll get some like backing tracks in the first set and then I'll do like an acoustic little set after that. Then following that on Friday, it's the big show where like I get to open for Shwayze, like all my like teenage dreams come true. Um... (laughs) It's like Corona and Lime Shwayze, if you don't know that, uh, that is anybody who's listening. But, um, yeah, I get to open. There's another artist from Chicago named Tello Da Vinci who will be opening also for Shwayze. Um, and all that starts at 7, so Chicago, blah, 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 whatever. But here in the Bay, um, February 10th, I'll be at El Rio, another okay. uh, benefit. Um, it's for it's hosted by Dreamer Fund, and uh, so at El Rio on Mission... Dreamer Fund is hosting UndocuFest, and so it's going to be a bunch of artists again, a bunch of uh, performers, uh, basically raising money and bringing out, you know, like celebrating like awareness our, for the dreamers. yeah, awareness for the dream that, and then the 23rd, which is I feel like a good show that I'm really trying to push for, like for my first like real show here at Revolution Cafe, so that's cool, February 23rd. That's right here, right? Yeah. yeah. Right here. Yeah, right in the corner. Yeah. Yeah, it's so tough to get a show there. Oh, my God, it's so tough. So I was, like, swallowing it. Like, we're going to – I'll be there at 5 p.m. on a Friday, which is cool, the 23rd. Um, And then since it's such a long set from 5 to 8.30, I'm breaking it up in two where I'll be with uh, a piano player the first half. So it'll be a really stripped-down, like, jazzy cabaret show. And then I'll have some instrumentalists join the second half, the Latin trio that I talked about. They'll come through, and then we'll play, like, the second half and hopefully get people – in a more dancey mood for their Friday. Friday, yeah. Yeah. Friday night. Yeah. So, I'm hoping. Yeah. I don't have any friends. So, (laughs) I'm really good at, like, creating text messages for people to forward to bother their friends. Yeah. And, um... That's a good idea. Yeah. And on Instagram, I'm pretty funny with my stories, so... What's your Instagram uh, handle or name? Oh, yeah. It's, um... Everything is louder. And I spell it because... People should say my name in Spanish. So I spell. I figured that's what it <laughs> yeah. was. Yeah. I was like, I'm yeah. Laura. I never say it like they're like. I'll be like, oh, my name's Laura, and someone else like a friend of mine will be like, no, it's Laura. I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, you're right. Like, <laughs> I am Laura. Thanks for the reminder. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. but it's a L O U D A. So also, if you're like Kush, you'll remember loud because it's good. Like, um, but Laura. Uh, and so loudamusic.com, Laura dot music is the only thing that's different and that's for instagram but you can find everything at loudamusic.com i'm hoping that like google just honor like where every time you search louda just be like boom at the top yeah louda the more you search (laughs) yeah yeah just like search myself 10 times a day (laughs) different computers at the library yeah there you go that's how you do it you gotta put yourself out there man (laughs) it's google or nothing uh and you have your music up on SoundCloud? Oh, yeah. Uh, everywhere. Um, I For sure, if you would like to download my music, on Bandcamp is the best way to download it. You can get the entire discography for 95% off. So it's like $7, $8, but you can get it for like 50 cents or something like that, a dollar. If you put in the code FAMILYDISC, so like the first four letters of discount, um, family disc right at checkout it'll like 
pew, wipe all that down to just like some change. And so that's the best way. To, otherwise, YouTube, Spotify, Tidal. I love Spotify followers just because then you could do more stuff with Spotify and like it's it's important to be recognized and have all these numbers here and there and so it's like follow me on Spotify yeah, like, that's yeah. what we do, yeah. it's so so much uh, yeah Spotify playlist like I'm so happy to put people on like and add them to mine it's just like so I'm at 62 um but yeah a lot of music.com for everything that you might need and if it's not there like I'm open it just send me an email just like I run all my handles like so whoever's messaging you will always be me. So nice. I ain't that popular yet. Yeah, <laughs> I ain't. Popular yet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. This is a girl, but like, yeah. no, nah, it's just me. Yeah. This is like my full time job, legit, yeah. or you know, part time because I don't not disciplined enough. Yeah. So I'm you not making that money. Right. Pay that rent. Right. And um, when you're collaborating with other artists, who do you? prefer to work with do you prefer to do something that's acoustic or do you like to do electric more or how does oh um it's kind of both i mean obviously eh, I, I guess i definitely love working with instrumentalists more there's i love sitting at a piano more like it's definitely cathartic might be the word but like to be able to direct um is something i've gotten stronger at or uh, like you know oh maybe we should be you know a little quieter here or dynamic here or um right now i'm working on like set list because mm. i think that that's important when that really sets people apart when you like know what you're gonna play next at a show when you're like oh looking at each other like what's what should we do next like it's not a jam session you know you gotta it's a show um so that is the the best part of playing with other instrumentalists, kind of you kind of like rely on each other, and then afterward you could be like, oh, that one fuck up that you, or excuse me, you know, like, <laughs> oh, you're fine, <laughs> you know, like, oh yeah, you can laugh about it afterward and have a beer. Um, with like backing tracks, you can't really do that, but also you get to like set the show up yourself. Um, if you work with a DJ, you can always get the like, bow, 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 yeah. which is really cool, and yeah. like <laughs> in between tracks, um, you'd be like, oh no, run it back, like start over. Um, and that's like a cool relationship to have. So it's still used to have different, different relationships. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I, I'm always, no matter what, I'm always going back to like a live band. I'm always like, can we play this production with a live group? Can we transcribe this music? Cause at, at the end of the day, that's what these labels are doing for these artists. You know, it's like, this is some, they're, they're the ones finding the instrumentalists and doing all the like footwork and here you know i'm here right someone brought my cousin she was just like it's like having a startup where you have to find people that believe in the dream and like the rewards will come later and it's like i'm in i think and one of the better cities to have like that mindset a lot of people do that the chicago scene differs from the bay area scene when it comes to music or being an artist um Things are just more shared here. I think it's just more open. Um, there's obviously still that competition to get into venues and mm-hmm. to be recognized. Um, but it's just it's just kind of different. Like right now in Chicago, my peers are, you know, in the Chicago Tribune or like, you know, being on the front page of Bandcamp.com. And like, it's it's wonderful. Yeah. It's wonderful. But somewhere along the line, like where, what party did I miss? You know, yeah. like, and so it feels like it some starts to feel personal just because, like, 
I don't know. I just it it shouldn't. It shouldn't yeah. at all. It should not. But it just. Does. But it just does because yeah. it's Chicago, and yeah. I don't. Maybe that's just. And here, like, there's no excuse where it's like it's not personal. Nobody knows me. Nobody yeah. knows you. Like, yeah. don't don't take it the wrong way. You're just like a noob, you know. Yeah. And so like out there, it's like. I've been doing this. I was singing for a ska band. Yeah. Everybody knows I've been, everybody's wondering what I'm doing. Nobody, and so it's like, here's my work. I've presented like an image for you. I've presented music. Mm-hmm. You don't like it. You don't want to put it on, you know. Do I not take it personal then? So I don't know. So that's how it kind of feels different where it's like, there people are putting themselves on the hardest, which is what'll happen anywhere. People, you have to put yourself on, um, but it kind of becomes a club where like. Here you're on your own and you're, Gotta, yeah, yeah, here I'm like forced to like yeah. to be on my own. There it's like, I was on my own, but it's like I was always salty. <laughs> like yeah. it was just like ah oh, these avenues. I don't know. It might just be a character thing. But as far as the industry and like reflecting or comparing them, it's just kind of like it's definitely it's tougher just because you've got to have an in. You know, coming from like Chance the Rapper, like yeah. here I am kicking myself in the ass because like I did jazz choir instead of like poetry club, and I'm like. Yeah. <laughs> okay my bad like <laughs> i don't know him because i didn't go to poetry club like yeah. whatever but that's all tea. just like working hard there's a everybody has their own story and that's definitely what this album is about it's kind of like the feedback of like this new album is like just like wanting to quit so often like in the last year i've just been like why am i doing this like i've i've committed and because like i can't imagine doing any like this is what makes me happy i like singing i like writing I feel like it's another language for me. It's second nature, you know, and if I got to work a nine to five till I'm in 70, <laughs> I'm still going to be singing then too. You yeah. Know? Good for you. Yeah. So driven. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Maybe we can queue up one of the songs on Spotify. Oh yeah. That'd be great. That or SoundCloud. Uh, I brought things. I was, I didn't know what we were going to do. I was like, I could sing for you. I oh, could. Uh, what did you bring? Um, well, I have my phone. I have show tracks, um, but for things, yeah, I mean, I whatever would be you. easy. There, yeah. You Say it to my face is pretty popular. Okay. Um, but we'll, we'll play that. Uh, this is uh, again Laura out of um, Chicago, and I guess now out of San Francisco, right? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. This is Say It to My Face. Say it to my face, say it to my face, say it to my face, say it 
the last thing but you know nobody has to know <laughs> i'll be honest <laughs> you'll say yeah, um man. so what was that song about <clears throat> stay uh stay to my face uh somebody talking shit yeah pretty much you know i mean just like kind of like in the vein of what we were talking about and kind of i guess it gets to breathe now because i'm not in chicago but uh you know songs be like you know rapper rappers and and the the theme of rap and trap and just music and pop it's just like lavish lifestyle crystal you know this and that and so it's kind of like it's like yeah when i when i when i'm living that life one day like you know i'll have my club and that's like kind of the vision or like the music video scene it's like this is my club open up there's a line oh you were talking shit in the past you 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 there's a line cherry pick you know you come in you come in you're cool people no line everybody in you know like <laughs> it's just like that but it's like hey like just kind of like anybody say it to my face like you got some shit it's like all oh, haters talk to the hand that remember that one Wait, yeah oh, talk to the hand i still it, use that one really? <laughs> i just just throw it up and just be like oh. talk to the hand because the face don't care right yeah. yeah so it's in that vein or like you know um uh, 
Nick Jr. when like when the face was like changing color, he's like oh F- yeah A C E. So just like you have all these like memories that kind of become lyrics in your song, and so there's no real explanation except for I'm gonna have to club, yeah. and haters beware. No. <laughs> you you ain't getting into this one. Yeah, nah. Come say it to my face, and then the bouncer comes. That's the video. I like your uh, <laughs> picture for the album. Thank you. It's a uh, very like what. Yeah. It's cool, the Victoria's Secret top, oh, yeah. but uh, oh, before the controversy, um, <laughs> uh, duct taped boobs because oh, I did it myself. Nice. Uh, oh, I, I see it. I <laughs> you see it. what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, shh, don't tell anybody. <laughs> 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 uh, did my hair myself, but my friend Corey Wilson, a photographer back home, um, definitely miss all my friends back home and like all the talented people that did support or like that do support each other, like support me. I guess this is what I'm saying, but. Uh, no, especially when you're working with, like, different museums, it's kind of easier, right? When you're working like, a video person or someone that doesn't do, you know, like, what you're doing already, it's easier to, like, mesh ideas and get a vision across. Um, but, yeah, no, he just, like, took a photo shoot, he did this, and we was just, like, that was his crop. His, like, I wanted it to be royal blue, though, and I was just, like, I don't know. <laughs> the whole idea to not have any text on it was his idea, so that was fun. It's just, like, that's what, no, everyone's doing that now. It's, like... Just a picture, yeah, okay. no text. I'm like, all right, cool. Like, that really works. Um, so, yeah, I don't know what I'm going to do for the next album art, but thank you. Yeah, it's really cool. I like it a lot. And how does your how is your style different from what we just heard? Is it still pretty similar, or has it changed? Now, it's definitely still the same, and if anything, I think this next project is more true to, like, my sound. Um, maybe because the productions are still very like kind of throwbacky mm-hmm. um throwbacky throwbacky that's a word retro tbh tbt tbt ish esque um but uh no yeah and it's cool because it's 12 tracks where i'm trying to take it into like two breaths where it's really interesting to like create an album as like you know it's like you have this canvas right like and so like have an intro or like have a mid mid track or mid interlude or skit where I'm thinking like having like a shower scene and just kind of scatting <laughs> just like jazz scatting because that's you know your best ideas are in the shower right you're always like yeah. oh I love to sing but in the shower you yeah. know and so I don't know but the album is called Feedback so I, and it's like there's a lot of like love songs or it's like yeah I know you like this and you like how this looks yeah. but it's like there's also like some trap where it's like no worries like you know I'm so in debt, but like a song about debt collectors collecting my money and like <laughs> me finally being able to give it to them like I always had it. Like, yeah, okay, here, paid, <laughs> yeah. paid, paid, paid. Throwing money at everybody. Right, like I don't got to worry about it. Oh my God, because that's kind of <laughs> terrible, but it's like, yeah, one day like I won't have to like work this hard and like the debt that I've created to like live this dream or like, yeah. you know, won't. Hopefully everything would be paid off. Yeah, like it'll, yeah. Like, just keep working. There shouldn't be, you know, it should show. If I'm working hard enough, then it should show. I don't know. We'll say. <laughs> yeah. Gotta that's say the hope. Yeah. Right. That's the hope. That's, yeah. like, if we just, like, keep speaking it, like, the power of the universe manifesting my, like, I don't know. That's kind of, that's feedback. That's all of this yeah. album. Just a recollection of, like, how I've been living. And it's, like, reformation of, like, why I'm doing this, who I am. It's, like, the feedback. Yeah. I just got to keep telling my story so that, like, when it's finally ready to be released or when it should be ready to be released, like, March. Yeah. It's a better project. It's, like, a cohesive project. Yeah. It's not, you know, thrown together. But, yeah, I'm excited. 
I don't know how it sounds any different. It's probably more true to my sound. How many other people are you working with on the album? Um, so I have two featured artists. There's Lex, the Lexicon artist, and she is currently the host of Open Mics on Mondays at Octopus Literary Saloon or Salon in Oakland. Mm-hmm. And that's on Webster Mondays. Really cool open mic comics, performers, instruments, uh, backing tracks. Uh, and then there's Alex, the Shogunate McAllister. Um, another San Francisco rapper. So that's my exciting part. I've never worked with any features. Um, and going to the open mic, I found two people that I want to feature on this album. So I like sent them beats, and I'm like, hey, can you work on this? We're going to come together in the studio after the Swayze show. Um, so I'm going to hit a studio in Oakland called Plural Music Studios, mm-hmm. and that'll be the first weekend of February. So working with Plural Music, Shane is the engineer, Lex, Alex, and then... 2020 which is like jacob and calavera and they make the beats so maybe like five people um and then i want to start looking into someone to make the video uh that'll be getting mixed and mastered there'll be someone who someone to work on album art if it isn't Corey taking my photo again like i know visual artists out here um jeff gomez fantastic cartoonist illustrator Sorry. you could do a cartoon of yourself right that's what i mean and then also like since there's so many tracks i can like release things as singles and like it's this music industry today right like no one's putting out big projects if you're nobody you're like putting out single single like hit this one like you're putting all your money into this one song like paying a thousand dollars to this website so you take over their website so that you get a million views in a week and like i'm gonna do that too but (laughs) in smaller bites because I have to, you know, just be strategic. We're like, I'll do that in April. Like, oh, this is the single from the upcoming EP. Just release a single by itself that's completely unattached to the EP in, like, March. Um, so just, like, bite-sized projects. Like, get a video out, um, some teasers. So that way in September I'll have people to, like, really look forward to this album. Even if it's, like, a steady brand-new 100 from, like, the 200 that I already have. Like, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah, it's just... You have a lot of songs up your sleeve. Right, yeah. I like I, just good, like, man, Make so them thirsty much. for an LP. Right, that's yeah. what I'm saying. And then, like, it's really, like, I joke around with the Latin trio that I have, like, like you guys, because they work at a children's bookstore. <laughs> like, we should totally put out a children's album. Yeah, or, like, that's true. I'll make a lot of money. Exactly. Like, an A-side and a B-side, you know, where it's like, oh, we do, like, these classic nursery rhymes and, like, your standard you know, kind of American you be like contemporary, the new, uh, you know, Tatiana or whatever. Yeah. I love that show. <laughs> you, where's, what is that other show on Nickelodeon? Taina? Did anybody ever know? No. no uh, that was another show where it was like before, like that's so Raven time, like yeah. early, like wild and crazy kids Nickelodeon. Oh, I yeah. watched that. Yeah. So, like, <laughs> Dude, French. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but like they had like kind of like really cool PSAs still, like yeah. like trippy PSAs on Nickelodeon. I was like, what's kind oh. of on Nickelodeon these days? Like oh, what are, what do they play now? I don't watch it. Amanda Vines. The same kind of like <laughs> thing Just that Disney's old. playing. <laughs> That's probably true. Everything's all shows. virtual. It's not even yeah. like... Oh, yeah, because like Spongebob took over. And like... Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. I like Spongebob, and I loved... I grew up watching The Simpsons, so... I know. Well, that's Fox. Animated thing. Isn't it? Fox? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think... I think... I think someone told me Disney bought Fox. Or like... 
like yeah they did oh yeah that's crazy right yeah <laughs> <laughs> let's see how how those movies uh, that everybody's waiting for like all those hero movies are gonna come out just gobble those guys yeah up. oh my gosh they're so hungry I feel like in a few years like these small or these like big companies that you know will just form into one big corporation bad <laughs> news yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's what it's looking like and like Everybody's going to just be owned by this huge cor- corporation that owns, like, everything from entertainment to food. Yeah. And what would be Google? Yeah. Uh-huh. It's going to be Amazon. Amazon. Yeah. That's so wild. I think, yeah. wouldn't they partner with, like, Whole Foods where you could just, like, kind of walk out of the yeah. store? And they're in talks to buying Target. That's so wild. Yeah. Because then that's also CVS. And then, yeah. like, in Chicago, yeah. there are no more Payless. Oh, like, yeah. No, yeah, here they're, they're gone, too. Yeah, they're gone, too. Yeah. There are a couple, like, scattered in San Francisco still. And, like, you see, like, the ghost of, like, Radio Shack and a lot of yeah. San Francisco. It's like, oh. Really that used to be a thing. It's crazy, sad. but that's how it's, you know, that's what it's becoming. And it's, like, so important to kind of individualize yourself as an artist, I think, too. Because, you know, what if that happens to artists? I mean, it already kind of does happen to artists. Mm-hmm. But a lot of artists are trying to to do their own thing and start their own um, music company or start their own producing company. Yeah. And, you know. He's wishy-washy. Yeah. Not, I, I, I'm like, I, I'd rather not work, but I'm looking for like longevity. I yeah. guess at the end of the day, like my goal, my motive is like just to be as timeless as I can be and like not have to worry. You yeah. know, like I know I'm, I'm, <laughs> I don't know, like without trying to sound like a diva and it's so hard. It's like, I know I'm talented. I know I can do different things. Like yeah. I'm qualifiable. Yeah. You don't sound like, like a diva. You sound like somebody <laughs> confident enough in your art. Like this is my, my job. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. You're trying to make a living off of this and that's, yeah. you know, that's going to be, nobody's, you know, going to go ahead and tell you that it's easy because mm-hmm. obviously like it's not, we've seen a lot of artists come through here who are like, who are, you know, so driven and then something happens in their life where they're just like, I no longer do music. Yeah. You know? yeah. Or they take a break, an extended break. Yeah. Yeah. Or they move to LA and they just, you know, try their, the scene over there, which is like kind of rough as well. But yeah. That's what my mom was like. She was like, don't worry. You like, you can just take a break from music. You know, it does. It'll always be I'm like, no, mom. Yeah. It's not like that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm taking a musical break. It's like such a mom to like, yeah. yeah. It's like, like, oh, we just worry about your career. And it's like, well, this is my career. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah. you're presenting it differently. I will take a break, but it's a break to work. Like, <laughs> in two months, 12 tracks, yeah. I'm pretty I'm taking pretty a vacation, proud. not a break. Right. Yeah. It's like re-platforming. Yeah. Mm. Should we play uh, your next track or? Ah, uh, totally. This is, say, no, this is Say It To My Face. And then the next one is something else. Yeah. Fly Me To The Moon. Oh, ah. dope. Yeah. <laughs> I love that song. Let's, Little, see, let's see the twist you have on that one. Change up on like it might be pretty classic, but uh, I think it's just like pretty bare with vocals and guitar, so it's cool. Nice.
Let's go, let's go, let's go. Australia. <laughs> I want to go to Australia. Actually, yeah. I don't. I saw that video of that man who's driving down this, like, off-road thi- place, and there was, like, a snake that just went Oh, up, yeah, they've like And, like, snakes hissed at him under. on his windshield. I'm just like, fuck that shit. It's, it's like, tropical <laughs> landscape down there. All the banished poison, the most, the worst animals. I'm yeah, like, yeah, I was nah. just like, no way. I mean, I, I don't know what I would do if I was driving and there's like a snake on my windshield, like, all of a sudden, like, Ooh, hissing at me. Your <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but the beaches are to die for. So. Oh. Yeah, that's true. That's what I've heard. But we'll Watch me go home and just like Google Australian beaches. Yeah. yeah. Australian resource where there's no wild animals. <laughs> like, that's what I would search. <laughs> I don't want any surprises, any surprise snakes or anything like that. So, what was the recording process like for that song? Oh, that one was uh, that was fun. Um, so it's pretty bare, but Aline Studios is um, a cool kind of one of those DIY spaces in Chicago where like you can kind of like here where you can like, uh, more established where like you can host the space and have an event and. Um, down in the basement of the place, there's a little nook to get some recording done. So Luis there and I worked on, you know, just recording things. Uh, I got the guitar player in to just record. Got a couple of rehearsals with him. Because as a music student, it's cool to, like, have all these other music students that you know. So mm-hmm. we're like, hey, can you play this? Thanks. And so yeah. Ricardo's a dear friend, always uh, supportive of Lauda. So it wasn't too hard to ask him to play some music for me. Um, and... Yeah, I picked four songs because I wanted to get an acoustic version of Summer, of Say It To My Face out, um, which is like the popular one that everyone likes. And so I was like, okay, well, let's just kind of get a different vibe on these produced tracks. And then also I can get them transcribed. So if I work with any other instrumentalist, now they can like play this like music because now I have music for it. Um, So that was the like mission. That was the goal. And then this was like, like the product. We got to finally record it. Ricardo laid his tracks down first, then I laid my vocal tracks, and then producers that I knew in Long Beach did the mixing, so mm-hmm. just gave them the files, and they mixed it up so it sounded pretty clean, <laughs> and um, and then yeah, I just like uploaded it, so. When you record or release material, is there any money that you have to contribute, or is it? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah so I, um, fortunately, I had that photo in my pocket, but I mean, to record... <laughs> It was like $20 an hour to record. And then for mixing, it's either like, oh, you can mix this so that it's a part of your portfolio. Mm-hmm. Or like, you know, can pay you like, you know, I'm not trying to spend $50 an hour on anything. But at Plural Music, where I'm going to record, it's a nice, pretty, it's a nice deal to get mixing, mastering, and recording in all together. So I'm like really happy. And then also like when you try and find a studio to work with, like you don't want someone who's going to go on autopilot just be like, oh, I know what to do. Record, cut, paste, you know. These are the levels. <clears throat> this is what it should sound like, you know. Mm. Like, I, I want someone who's going to be interested in working on the project. Yeah. And I think I found that, so I'm happy. Nice. <clears throat> nice. Do you go to a lot of uh, open mics in Oakland? You, you feel like there's not a lot of that here in San Francisco? Uh, I used to have an app when I first moved here. And that one, I think it just includes that one for this whole, like, for, it says San Francisco for, for the city, but, like, it includes, the, yeah, Oakland in, for the Bay Area uh, open mics. But I haven't done one. Like, there's one at a Filipino restaurant in Daly City. Interesting. Uh, right. I haven't done it. I haven't done any because I have a car, but I'm, like, 
not trying to drive it as much. Like, yeah. Parking. You're better off not. Dude, it's so funny. Parking is so comical. Like, yeah. <laughs> people move their car, double park on the other side, and as soon as the truck comes, like, they just shoop, and they yeah. go back into their spot. Yeah. I, oh, God, it's so funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Parking's so bad here. Dude, it's so funny. Yeah. So, uh, no excuses. I'm going to get back on it, but I've just kind of been, like, filling in with, like, gigs with the instrumentalist, like, playing this wine walk over here, or, like going back to Chicago to play a show. So I'm happy to keep things, like, picked up. Festival season coming, yeah. events and stuff. Like, I'm just like... Go, go, go. Don't yeah. be surprised if you get, like, a blind... Like, if it says the wrong venue in the email, like, just, I'm so sorry. Like, <laughs> I didn't mean just it show o- up. oversight. Yeah. Like, excuse me. Yeah. Like, copy and paste. <laughs> let's be honest. So is your trio more, like, uh, you know, is it just, like, guitars, or is it different, like, Ooh. a drum, guitar, bass, or... Uh, so it's me... Oh, it's, my, uh, it's myself, and then it's my friend Leo on guitar, mm-hmm. and our friend Jeff on the congas. So he'll sometimes nice. have, you know, the, the two congas, mm-hmm. or he'll have a snare and a hi-hat. So we'll either play, like, some salsa things on this one, or he'll, like, pivot over, and we'll play, like, a, you know, pretty cool swinging track. We'll do Fly Me to the Moon, which is cool. We, uh, we like to play bossa nova, so, like, a... Girl from Ipanema, mm-hmm. um, a lot of cool ones like Besame Mucho or like yeah. Perhaps Perhaps, like all the like sexy yeah. Spanish kind of flamenco-y <laughs> jazz songs or, you know, standards. Um, so yeah, we play that and then we really fit that sound, especially because we're so like tight, like just the three of us, we can be unplugged on the street. You know, with a hat, collecting tips. We do you, have do you done that? <laughs> I haven't. No, no. So I was like, you make a thousand dollars on a Saturday in Berkeley. I'd be like, let me try that. You yeah. know, like <laughs> that sounds me. like I could use the thought. Yeah, right. I'm like, I know it's probably exaggerating, but I haven't, I haven't done any. That's actually how I met these people, though. Like they were just performing on the street, and I was just oh, like, nice. hey, like, can I jam with you? You know, it's, yeah. it's always weird when someone's like actually trying to work and this. Like, Lel did not have, like, a hat, you know? Just like, yeah. all right, cool. Like, yeah. this person's just jamming. Yeah. He's not asking for money. Yeah. <laughs> like, I can jam with him. Yeah. You should try a uh, farmer's market. Yeah. Um, my farmer's, uh, the farmer's market I go to by my house, they always have a performer there. And we, I've, you know, I've seen some pretty talented people performing there. Dope. Yeah. What really area? Nice. What farmers? Just, like, is that uh, the name a, of the place? I, I go to the one in my neighborhood, so the Richmond. Okay. Oh, it's, yeah. like, yeah, it's, like, on third or, like, from, like, second to... Yeah, Clement Street Farmer's Market. Clement Street? Yeah. Clement Street Farmer's Market. Yeah. Dope. And then there's Bazaar Cafe. They do a lot of, a lot of uh, acoustic performances. There. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm sure you've heard of it. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, you have it? All the research? No, for yeah. sure. Like, with all the, like, you know, surfing I do, like, yeah. it's like, you start to get familiar. Like, Cafe du Nord, Amnesia, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Rio. Like. Yeah. <laughs> Amnesia. Oh, Rio, that'll be a good one. Yeah, yeah. I'm so excited. I've actually Fest. never been. I want to, though. It's a gay cool. bar, right? It's I'm a small bar. Definitely got some flags uh, outside. Yeah. I just, yeah, I've never back. been there. Mm-hmm. It's like your dive. Yeah. Uh, and then it has the address written out in words. Yeah. Oh, that's class. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Definitely gay bar. You <laughs> oh, it must have been before I knew her, but I went there once to see a show there. Ooh. I'm sorry. I haven't been. Mm, I went to make out room for the first time. I stay by yeah. Pissed Off Pete's in Excelsior. So if anyone wants oh, to ever get a drink that's there. That's like way. Yeah. That's like way like. Yeah. The mission, mission. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like it though, because it feels like home. You know, oh. there's other cars that look like my car. There's like. Pur, 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 what part of Chicago are you from? Uh, I'm from like 15 minutes west of Logan Square. So the I call it the west side, but people call it the north side still. Um, but uh, 
I just know the bad yeah. part is South Side. That's all I know. Yeah, I mean, and it could be because there's like some bad North Side. There's yeah. some bad West Side. There's some, you know, some. It's just bad all over. Yeah, straight up, like you just, it's just bad. No. Yeah. Um, Have you heard of Belmont Cragen? Yeah, that's, that's exactly where I live. That's where I stayed. Yeah, Belmont Cragen. I didn't have a problem with it. No, it's totally cool. Well, it's totally cool. You ate shit though. Did I? Did you fall? Oh yeah, that was oh. my own fault. What, what, what did the cop do? What did I love the cop? how she... Oh, the cop stopped. I remember he, how you had your time. I was running around like it was like a school or something, and then I, I tripped and fell on the pavement, and the cop stopped to see if I got up, and then oh. he, he took off. He didn't like see if I was okay. Yeah, rude. And I just had rude. blood like dripping from my arm. Rude. Like, it's I was crazy. like, oh. So this is what runners do. <laughs> but I learned my my uh, my lesson. But I went running in Reese Park. That was a little bit better. Yeah. That's a nice park, actually. It's pretty. That's big. It's one of the bigger parks for mm-hmm. show, Reese. Yeah, I enjoyed that. That's what I should have done. Yeah. But... <laughs> they'll, like, you know, they'll have, I think they'll have, like, Ecuadorian Fest there. So, like, because so, it's, like, out there. But, like, otherwise, bigger fest will be downtown. And, like, oh. But, downtown yeah. is so... The, yeah. It was too squeaky clean. Yeah. Like it made Belmont Cragen look more interesting. Yeah. <laughs> it's a it's a ways away. Like it's a you figure like since you have to be able to compare like the flatness to like ride bike to downtown is like forty minutes, but then to get to downtown from here is like forty minutes or like from like outer mission from where yeah. I am, you know? Mm-hmm. But it's like hills and it's this and you've gotta go oh, yeah. this way and you gotta cut around and like yeah. it's just interesting. Yeah. The flatness is real. Flying into a set of hair. Yeah. It, like, you see, like, you look down the window on the airplane and you're like, damn, that's Chicago. It's like all squares. Yeah. Yeah. Logan Square. It's so easy. Yeah. It's so easy. It's perfect. Yeah. It's like but you take it for perfect, granted right? now. Just kidding. No, for sure. Like, I can't tell you how many times I've been lost. Like, oh, shit. One morning I went for a jog, right? I was like, okay, I'm going to go for a jog. I'm going to go and then just only go far enough so that I can get back and move my car before the street sweep. Yeah. I got lost. It was like <laughs> 7, it was like 7.01. I'm like, I'm so tired. I'm so lost. I jogged too far. I don't know where I am. I obviously had my phone playing music, right? Yeah. <laughs> It's like a story. If I get a ticket, I'll be so fucking bad. Like, <laughs> like two minutes away from getting a ticket. Like, you know, because you're tired and you don't want to jog anymore. You're like tired, but it's like you have you to at this time, point yeah. because you know if you don't keep There's running, money you on the ticket. Yeah. yeah, like motivation is like is ever man. <laughs> oh god, that was so funny. <laughs> so cheap compared to here. Oh man, no. Oh, in Chicago, like my city sticker expired. Don't tell the law. Like rip that. <laughs> My license plate is still Illinois. Like, I'll sell the car eventually. But, like, in the meantime, I'll play the parking game. Yeah. And, like, go to Oakland if it's, like, really rainy. You know, like, it's, like, it's cool to just have, like, the option to go to Outer Richmond, Sunset, in a car. Yeah. 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 We definitely, I use Zipcar. I don't know if you know about that one. You rent the car by the hour. Oh, yeah. Like Zipcar, right? Yeah. Okay. Yes. And I'll, I'll just, if I need to go out of town, I'll just do that for the whole day. But, you know, sometimes it's not that it costs effective, especially if you're trying to use it on a weekend. It'll be more expensive. Yeah. But, but it, it's an option, you know, for that, a car. Right. Or, like, we, like, know ahead of time you're going to spend a weekend, like, go down to, like, Santa Cruz or something. You can, yeah. like, really rent a car. Yeah. You know? Or, like, your reward points on your credit card. Yeah. That I've exhausted. Do <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Should we play uh, another yeah. song? Oh, Yeah. Um, let's play, hmm, let's play, um, maybe, uh, a good, a slow jam, maybe like Reasons. Okay. 
Like. Let's let's slow it up. Let's break reasons it down. Reasons is good and too late is I don't know. Too I like them. Well, reasons is right here, so I'm just gonna click dope, on it. Yeah. <laughs> getting rid of facebook have you guys i have not till this year yeah i I, not till this year for me i i've always kind of been like whatever if i don't want to go on it i just won't and then this year i'm kind of like man like i go on facebook first thing in the morning in the last yeah last moment of my night it really is an addiction and i'm like all this time that i'm spending online i could be doing something productive Productive. reading you know, fill in the blank, whatever it is that you've been wanting to do that you just haven't had a chance to do. Yeah. 
Straight up. But they say there's an app for that, so. (laughs) (laughs) There's an app for, like, regulating your app time? Yeah. Well, I'm sure they they could be. For sure, right? I know there's an app for, like, if you want to learn something new, like, it'll, like, give you, like, lessons. Mm -hmm. Like, it'll get videos off of YouTube for you to learn how to, if you want to learn a new language or if you want to learn how to code or if you learn, you know. Yeah. It'll just, like, okay, it's time for you to learn where are your goals. And they have that. They have an app (laughs) for that. Yeah. I like that. No. Well, because I got Duolingo, but I mean, like, oh, here's how to, like, I think it's called Stitch Curious. Today. Oh, okay. <laughs> so I was like, oh, well, that's, that's kind of yeah. cool. Yeah. <laughs> Make a whole day to just, like, pick up stitching as a hobby. And yeah, but the thing, the whole crocheting. point is that you're always, like, yeah. on your phone, you know? Uh, but, you know, we're living in a technology filled society, so. No. That's how things are. I like to read the menus on Weed Maps. <laughs> oh my god there's a dispensary by my house and i kid you not the lines are ridiculous Dude, yeah. every day not even like on the weekends every day there's like a line that goes around the corner that's wild i don't get i don't where did all these people come from you know right like, well it's like people who always wanted to like like buy weed i guess from a dispensary but they would always buy it from a grower and now they uh-huh. can buy it. Oh. they want to check it out they know they never bother getting a card or maybe i don't know that's, that's my theory yeah um i mean it's not like it's hard to get a card but no you know. not a, it's like it's like 500 dollars in chicago and then like the more common I'm things like, like depression pearls. and anxiety yeah. are like not i don't think they're on the list for like um, really yeah for like like issues for a car because here you just be like i don't sleep good and right like, you're like car. i can't eat or like my arm yeah. was Twitches. was hurt last week yeah i don't know <laughs> 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 like, <laughs> like i got this like yeah i guess uh, i don't know whatever i have a cut on my finger <laughs> last last week last yeah. month too yeah. like, straight up i did the skype thing like as soon as i got I was like oh okay, yeah cool. they do video calls right i did that on my laptop i was like oh my god he was like all right miss laura no driving, no pregnancy, no this, if you're this or that. And I was like, all right, five <laughs> no rules. Fitness. Yeah, you know, like, if you think you are pregnant, do not smoke, you know, the, the five yeah. rules. And I was yeah. like, all right, cool, you know? Yeah. He's like, okay, that's it. Don't close the window. I will close the window and end our session, and you'll have a document soon. I was like, I, like. <laughs> I have something to say that you guys are probably not going to like. Isn't that, you know, isn't, like, technology and then having people able to have access to marijuana, isn't that like feeding another addiction? Ooh. Mm. Because then you're just, instead of being on your phone, now you're relying on this other substance instead of... I I, I guess it depends. I mean, if you're... In, I like, mean, it depends what if you're you have using an addic- it for. Yeah, like that. if you have an addictive personality and like you just want to sure. get high to get high and yeah. like, you know, like you're depressed and you just want to like, I don't want to be depressed anymore, I want to be happy... You know, there's that. But I feel like when people who use it for anxiety and like really crippling anxiety mm-hmm. use it and it actually does work for them, I honestly do think that's medicinal. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and people who use it, obviously, who are going to chemotherapy, like, you fucking need weed. Yeah. You know, yeah. like that, that shit was made for you. Like, yeah. if it wasn't for you, this weed would never be as strong as it is. That's now. very much how I feel. So mm-hmm. it just depends. But, um, but now you have the option. You have the option to yeah. do whatever you want to do if you want to. Sm- no, it's not like they're forcing that's, you to smoke it. You know? But that's the parallel I'm trying to draw. Sorry, I'm on a lot of drugs right now. <laughs> um, technology is supposed to be used for good, but it isn't obviously always used for that, right? Like yeah. in Black Mirror. But yeah. I'm trying to make that parallel with marijuana use. Now that it's so readily available, are people going to use it for a good cause? 
that's all I'm saying. Yeah, well, no, we can always hope, I guess, because yeah. there's like alcohol to our. Yeah. Like, I don't know. It, it's it's uh, exactly like mm-hmm. alcohol because it's like, are you going to abuse it or are you just going to mm-hmm. do it every once in a while? Or, mm-hmm. you know. But the problem with the difference is with weed, weed ain't going to like drive you crazy. It's mm-hmm. not going to like make you want to kill. You know what I mean? Like, it, it, weed is just, for the most part, it just relaxes you or it makes yeah. you clean your house. Because, yeah, there are definitely people who have, like, been like, oh, I smoked this weed and it was terrible. Like, maybe it was, like, laced or maybe yeah. it was too strong. Or maybe it was just, like, you couldn't be around people and you needed to be in a room watching Spongebob. You yeah. know, like, you couldn't. That's, like, that's, some, that's, that's the, the worst. worst that could happen on weed. And that's what I, I think the difference is between that or alcohol or, obviously, like, stronger shit. Mm-hmm. And, like, yeah. now that it's accessible and, like, for bad, like, I mean, there's also just, like, the consequences, right? And, like, now you got to walk out with, like, a... a plastic bag from the store like you need to put your things in the back so your kids don't right the chocolate yeah. bag or yeah like, like the candies and i don't all know that. right i don't know if like police laws have changed or like you can't be smoking in your car or you can't yeah. be smoking on the street or like yeah so they're you know just yeah, yeah. Sure i hope regular. there are I'm measures to like yeah. not allow the good plant to be used and abused <laughs> the good, the good plant stuff. that's the right home. Plant, yeah. right, i'm not out here like oh, yeah. some weed or yeah. like buying from the dispensaries in mass amounts doing yeah. illegal things like no but um it is cool to like find a dispensary that's still recreational because you don't have to wait in line yeah right? you got that's, your card yeah, that's exactly that's exactly like, where the they the still finest. got the deals. They're yeah. not taxing. You don't yeah. gotta buy the bag. Yeah, like. <laughs> that's funny. Good. I heard in the East Coast they they uh, used to hand it, used to sell it to you in uh, foil. Is that true? What? I have no idea. I don't know. I mean, I've received some regular, crusty, very dry, five dollar nick bags of weed in my high school years and yeah. foil but since then yeah that's what i'm saying like people who just sell it like backhandedly like yeah foil. And then they're like hey uh Dude. i kind of need that foil back okay <laughs> right this is like in 2005 where yeah. there's just like no foil in your hand yeah. thanks thanks for doing my pocket yeah right I see that. oh man Bing. the times they are a change in they now they're in really uh, disposable biodegradable bags. That's legit, you know? Yeah, because I always That's think cool. about that. Like, the cans that they come in, the prescription pops, you know, yeah. like, the those. I'm, like, so wasteful. It's really cool to know that places have, like, rewards programs. Or if, like, you come back in, you get a free eighth for bringing, you know, like, recycling your... Yeah, your or just bringing your own or, mason jar or something. Yeah, yeah. Or, like, sometimes they'll, like, have these really nice glass jars for, like, an eighth. And, like, this is so wasteful. But it's, like, if you save them, you return them, you get a free eighth. Yeah. Um, but, no, it's, like, $500 to get your card in Chicago... The dispensaries are far and few. I called when I was home. I was like, hey, you guys take a California cards? And they're like, nah, sorry. No out-of-state cards. It's salty here. What? But, uh, nah, it's, it's crazy. They're far and few. It's like, you can't really be smoking on the street out there. You can't yeah. really, like, everybody look at you. Like, ugh, you know. There's no Dolores Park. No Dolores. <laughs> nope. Not like that. Grant Park, the police will come on their bikes and be like, hey, what's up? Throw that <laughs> away. Make you, like, be real bogus about it and, like. Oh, crush your like joint all about I'm like uh. <laughs> that wasn't for like, you right yeah oh, you owe me foil I do not miss the Chicago police yeah oh, one bitch tried to run me over seriously. oh my gosh my like right like <laughs> and I'm visiting bikers out there be like I know so many who almost gotten hit by police cars I'm just like you should have let them hit you like yeah. soon <laughs> <laughs> 
that's my million, man. Yeah, that's like Muni here. Like if Muni hits you, you're rich or dead. Or dead. So, but or your family's rich. <laughs> or dead. That was fast. That was fast. That's like yeah, the punchline. Yeah, it turned dark. San Francisco. If Muni hits you, you're rich. Or dead. <laughs> like, like if anyone because like if facebook executive hits you it yeah. might be google like mm, yeah you may look like a bum but i know you packing 100k yeah exactly <laughs> yeah there's a lot of money here yeah no. a lot of big wigs but no i love the mooney so the remind mooney. us again mm-hmm. about your upcoming show here oh, in yes. uh, san francisco we have a Bay show area. Uh, I'll be with the guys. It'll be the Latin Trio. Uh, I'm not sure how long we're playing yet because all that is still in the works. But El Rio, February 10th. Uh, the event starts at 3 p.m. and it goes till like 8. It is a Sunday. So hopefully we find some time of your Sunday okay to share with us. <laughs> um, us dreamers. Uh, February 10th, El Rio. And then soon after that, or maybe not soon, but a couple weeks, a nice breath after that. February 23rd at Revolution. Uh, it'll be a full three hours of music, <laughs> but it'll be two shows. So it'll be like a nice cool piano show at the top and then a nice Latin show at the second for the second half. But that's February 23rd on a Friday. Here on Bryant and 21st Street in the Mission District. Yeah. <laughs> in Re- at Revolution Cafe. I don't know my addresses. Sorry. It's okay. We're right here. That's yeah. why. Close to that. <laughs> if for that, I probably the wouldn't know. The one and only. Yeah. Mission San Francisco. Yeah. <laughs> uh, should we pick a song to play us out? Yeah. Uh, let's do a. Let's do a summer crush. Is that out of a Deal Breaker? Uh, or yeah. wait, actually, it might be up here. It's on yep. the. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Thank you so much, uh, Laura, for coming in. This is so fun. Oh my god! I hope I hope <laughs> you had enjoyed yourself. Oh, I did. We um, talked about someone hotboxing in here. I would have come Yeah. <laughs> I would have come Yeah. Oh, well, 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 well. Yeah, no, I, I appreciate any forward and any leads. And again, I don't I don't have any friends. Hashtag, like, Lauda. No friend, No new friends. Oh, no. but now you've made two yeah, friends. Yeah, yeah. about that? So, mm-hmm. Um, And again, this is Lauda. You could check her out on lauda.music or laudamusic.com. Laudamusic.com, yeah. Right. Uh, you could add her on Instagram, right? Yeah. Lauda.music. Um, either way, to check her out. Again, this is Summer Crush by Laura.
other night I went and saw the postal service Ben's my friend but getting there was the worst Trying to park and getting up the hill and firing a spot Amongst the drunk kids staring at their cells Standing at the back with a crowd of 8,000 Thought of Ben when I met him in 2000 At a festival in Spain He's on the small stage then and I didn't know his name Now he's singing at the Greek and he's busting moves And my legs were hurting and my feet were too I'll call him after said I'll skip the backstage high vibe But thanks for the nice music and all the exercise And we laughed and it was alright And we laughed and it was alright And it was alright Between a middle-aged guy with a backstage pass A guy with a gut hanging around like a jackass Everybody thought it was 20 years younger at least I'll leave the dish, not my fondest memory I carried my legs back down the hill Gave my backstage pass, it too cute Drove to my place near Tahoe Got in my hot tub and I thought, well that's how it was And it was quiet and I was listening to the crickets And Ben's still out there selling lots of tickets And though I'm content, there's a tension competitiveness But Ben's my friend and I know he gets it Within a couple of days, my meltdown passed Back to the studio doing 12-hour shifts Singing, singing a song about one thing or another Another day behind the microphone this summer This tender long This for our long-distance stuff. The Titan will be even better. They shouldn't have canceled Navajo. Wait till you see our submarines with Polaris. Attention all personnel, this is CVTS. Base vehicle pre-count operations will start on my mark at 5, 4, 3, 2, 1.
we're back. We're back, and um, that was well. Uh, that was my boys by Taking by Trees. Before that, we had Hey Sandy by Polaris, um, which is the theme song from the Adventures of Pete and Pete back in the nineties. <laughs> if anybody remembers that, <laughs> uh, and then we had um, uh, I think it changed. Um, Ben's my friend by Sun Kin Moon, and Laura is still here in the studio. <sighs> Just saying our uh, goodbyes. Thank you so much, Laura, for coming in and dealing, uh, <laughs> telling us your stories and dealing with our shenanigans. This is fun. Yeah. Hope so. Hopefully. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We'd love to have you again once you have uh, more shows coming up and, yeah. and maybe when you release your uh, your newest singles and stuff like that, your new music. Hell yeah. Come promote it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and then, I don't know. We might be here next week. We might not. You just have to tune in you and find out. You never know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but if you are interested, you're in a band, you have some sort of art project, you can reach out uh, to Nina Hagen, uh, 1980s. They can reach out to you, too. That's true. <laughs> I, I can't answer. Uh, my email is more complicated. Um, but you can find me on Facebook and message me there. Um, and you could also just like us on Facebook, Sounds from the Street. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also have our own personal Instagrams. And I never uh, use mine, though. I know. Only if I'm half naked. That's when I'll post a picture. <laughs> That's only when it's worth it. Yeah. Pretty much. Um, <laughs> and uh, we'll play you guys out mm, I don't know should we play another one of your songs Laura oh yeah mm. which one should we do let's go with too late for like anybody that isn't going out tonight and definitely looking forward to that booty call <laughs> <laughs> what album is it on uh it's gonna be the one with the goon on it right. Laura yeah mm-hmm. all right see you guys next week maybe bye <laughs> I hope this boy pick up. I'm just tired.